The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to a brand new episode. Name of the episode is Gandilf. Yeah, you'll figure it out. <laughs> Hi, how is everyone? Thank you for listening. Thank you for, after all these years, still listening to this podcast. I know there are many podcasts that you can choose from. We thank you for flying, Geek Show. Um, no, we do. We really, we really mean it. And um, uh, this episode, everybody made it. All six of us are here. Uh, Jay made it, so everybody. And uh, we all have a good time. We have a really good time doing this, and you can hear it in this free podcast but of course the uh the real fun is on our patreon page and uh we just recorded uh part five of our falcon and the winter soldier deep dive and if you're watching that show you know that the episode that we're talking about the fifth episode truth is what it's called there's a lot to cover there and we don't cover it here on this free podcast we go on the deep dives on our patreon for a couple of reasons. We can spend more time on them, and uh, we're not exposing you to spoilers, which I think is the most important part. So uh, avoid the internet and uh, just go right to our Patreon. The link is very easy to remember. It's geekshowgotthiscovered.com. That's the link to our Patreon, and you can find it there, and uh, you'll have a good time with it. We have a good time with it. We're always putting stuff up every week different things a couple of times a week videos and audio stuff uh, i've got another ask me anything coming up that we're going to post a lot of great stuff so it's geekshowgotthiscovered.com that is the uh, patreon of course uh, this podcast that you are listening to and have listened to for years is free thanks to our sponsors of course it's a great time to be a geek in Utah. Dr. Volts and the Nerd Store have teamed up. Comics, collectibles, action figures, so much more. No matter what side of the valley you live, there's a place for you. The Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volts at 2043 East, 3300 South. I will see you next Wednesday at Dr. Volts. All right. Uh, like I said, we always have a good time doing this. And uh, we thank you for coming along for the ride. The Patreon is great. It's a good, it is a good time to be a geek with all of the stuff that we've got to consume. All of this extra stuff that we've got to consume has actually kind of made the pandemic a, a little bit easier to handle. So, <laughs> oh, we, all right, let's get enough, enough of my yapping, as Marty DeBerge used to say. Let's just get on with the episode. Uh, name of the episode is Gandilf. Please to enjoy. Welcome back. Welcome back to the basement's bunkers. Protective areas. My bubble. Bubbles. I was about to say bubble. Welcome back to our bubble. Welcome back to our bubble. There are six bubbles today. Because everybody's here. Hi. Yay. Yay. <laughs> we did it. We Jay did made it. it. How are you, Jay? Yeah. Jay no, Whitaker, everyone. Hey, what's up? Um, yeah. <laughs> Cool. Uh, I'm doing shows, but if you're in the New England area, come see me May 1st at the Taunton Arts, Arts District. 
And then I probably got some other shit. Uh, May six, May 5th, like. But bottom line, I'm back to work. It's great. And is um, is there a place we could go and find these listings of of work oh, dates yeah. for you? Go to, ah. to jaywhitaker.com. Go to Instagram. Go to TikTok. Uh, go to LinkedIn. Follow me there at it's Jay Whitaker. I T S J A Y W H I T T A K E R. And I was recently in Utah, and I had fry sauce, but I did not get a chance to see y'all. <laughs> but I miss y'all, and I miss fry sauce. <laughs> miss you you know you you can make it yourself jay it's i know but i want it oh, made no. with like it's that, not the that, same that essential oil you know essence you know what i mean that's palm oil the the the, the <laughs> lavender you wanted the lavender in there yeah just you know, you know just because yeah. a little bit of lavender and black pepper i'll cure anything so God, you know. what? I, just, <laughs> I just i just want my like i could make it Fry sauce myself, but I wanted to taste celestial, so like I had to head ah. to Utah to get, to get that essence. Go. I need my fry. That, I need that appropriated Heinz stuff, the the ketchup and mayo mix. I yeah. need my no. I need my fry sauce made from someone that has ancestries of polygamy. That's what I need. That's right. <laughs> no, that's, that's all right. To be to be fair, that that yeah, that Heinz shit, that mayo chup or whatever, it's not, it's not I'm, the same. To, no. To people that don't understand cultural appropriation, exhibit a mayo chuck. That shit. <laughs> I, I went to uh, Wiener Schnitzel, and I was like, Oof. and I got some, you know. And which, I was one, like, which one? Which one? Wait, North Temple. Which one? What North Temple? West. Oh, that's gone. Oh, no. thank God. Yeah. That, that, where 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 am I gonna get my chlamydia now? Exactly. <laughs> There's what, one out they, here by me. They they tore they they tore it down, and guess what they're building? A Wiener Schnitzel. Hot dog Condos, of oh, course. Oh. Why of did course. I even? Yeah. Fuck. Why did I even? It's an automatic I, answer. No, I went to the one on Third West, and I was like, yeah. "Can I get some fry sauce?" There, there, have, there, there, there are no goods and services downtown, but we got plenty yeah. of condos. Yeah, but like, yeah. so I've got. Can you I get got some it. fry sauce, Wiener Schnitzel? And they go, "There you go." And they handed me mayo chup. I think. Oh, I was like, bastard! Fuck you. There's not even a hint yeah. of polygamy in that. So mm-hmm. I burnt the. <laughs> See, that's what that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you just yeah, need that little. Building down. You need that little just essence of polygamy in your fry mm-hmm. sauce. He's okay. right. he's searching for an essence of polygamy. He's quad T. <laughs> I don't need a search. Too tall, Tony. I know where it's at. I've been down to Southern Utah. Uh, <laughs> check me out on Utah. Twitter at quad T Tony or on the Gadget Spot podcast. All right, thank you, thank you, Tony. Uh, Rebecca Frost, everybody. Hi. Hey. We're we're interrupting her busy her busy work schedule so that she uh, could be here. No, it's fine. It's real estate. I have no schedule. My schedule is just all the time. Uh, <laughs> don't buy houses right now. I'm sorry, uh, but I have to. <laughs> I'm told that I'm, I'm supposed so, to. I I'm so sorry, but don't. There, but there I was an article. Like... There was an article on the internet that said that I should. Yeah. Well, here's the thing to, is, is yeah, boomers, I almost said y'all, not y'all. Mm-hmm. Boomers were so mad at us because we were never going to be able to afford a house because of all the fucking toast we were eating. And now that Avocado we can't afford toast. houses, there's nothing to buy. And you're jacking up the rents so that we can't, we can afford mortgages before we can afford rents. What is, how are you mad at us for that? I, I'm not. I know. Boomers. I love avocado toast. I I'm a fan. Mm, that's the good. Population. Yeah. Sorry to everyone trying to buy a house right now. It's all right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all good. I you know I 
I didn't really want to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, what are you building? Ha! Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. Did we take his mic level before he installed it? I did. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was that fine. Was, that, that, that was, was uh, my favorite. That was... <laughs> I'll make Christ. that my text alert tone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Uh, uh, I was just I was just thinking about how um, we, uh, Rebecca was emulating the the rage of the millennial generation at the boomers, and I was thinking about how funny it's going to be for Gen X because we'll we'll be dead before any generation can actually hate us. Hey, yo, did I'm you sorry. Say I'm sorry. We're said... never going to get mad at you. You said millennial. <laughs> Nobody would ever get mad at us. We don't give a shit. Yeah, no, we, we don't. And no, and, no, and like I said, at the fuck at the rate care. at the rate we're going, we'll be gone before anybody can really hate us. So uh, it's fine. Not me. <laughs> so, uh, what what am what am I building? I'm building apathy, Carrie. I'm building oh, apathy. But I, it's fine. Have, don't you have enough of that already, Lee? No, actually, it, it turns out uh, I neither I I'm neither buying nor selling. So I'm just <laughs> building. I'm glad I'm glad Tony apathy. asked, but I don't care. So well, Carrie, hey, I get it. Uh, I get turns, it. turns out uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I have been planting some apathy, and Ooh. futures futures are looking good. Ooh, good. I'm proud of you. Free range organic. Nice. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, no Mr. hormones. No, no hormones in in his apathy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Shannon Barnes and everybody. Hi. Hi, hey. Shannon. How's it Hi, going? Shannon. <laughs> hey. It's like the antithesis of Lee's response. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Fucking thrilled to be here. Um. <laughs> 24 well, fucking days. That's all I'm saying. Okay. You look good, Shannon. You look good. You do. You do. Oh, well, at least I look good. That's all that really fucking counts. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. I, I got a message from our uh, our good friend Eric tomorrow from the Mediocre oh, Show. How is he? <laughs> haven't haven't talked well, to him in a, ages. He's having a crisis. Is he now? So what? Yeah. <laughs> he's is in it? a bad way, man. What what's uh, a, what's going on? Uh, well, he Sorry, sent me this. Uh, he sent me a, a video. Okay. And it's his son sitting there. Looking at this plate of ham, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, he tells his kid, "Hey, eat more ham." Mm-hmm. And the kid goes, "I don't like ham." Oh no! And he goes, "Eat more ham." I don't like ham. No. And he goes, "Mr. B is going to be so disappointed in you." <laughs> Absolutely. Little does he know in his room he has a framed note that says "Fuck Mr. B." Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> And then uh, he uh, he has him look up at the camera and has him say, "I'm sorry, barn dog, but I don't <laughs> like ham." Oh, <laughs> that's okay, little and, tomorrow. And I go, and I, go and, I, and I I text him back, "Oh my God, what a sad thing for you." Oh, little tomorrow. And, and he goes, "Yep," and I can't find the receipt. <laughs> right. Things are different in in uh, Philly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yes, I got to go down there. <clears throat> All right. Well, Let's... we have our host as well. Don't forget about Mr. Kerry Jackson. Oh, hi. No receipt, no receipt needed for this man. That's no, right. No, no, I, I have an electronic version of the receipts. Uh, TDF. I uh, scanned them with an app in my phone. Yes. Uh, it's Is that the non-fungible tokens? No. I'm yes. NFT. Um, <laughs> Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. Kerry is so important, he talks to the mayor on a 
on a regular basis. On a regular basis. Why are you talking do you have to the like mayor? a do you have a red phone and shit? I do. <laughs> <laughs> the mayor's lying. Right to the mayor's office. Yeah. I know we shouldn't, Chief O'Hara, but we have to. Get the mayor on the phone. Okay. My pickles, girls. <laughs> yeah, see? Some Powerpuff Girls references in there. I like that oh, shit. Right. Okay. Did you all guys right. see the promotional photos of the grown-up Powerpuff Girls? Yeah, they're doing the best they can. Care. They look amazing. I watched footage of them shooting, and it looks ridiculous. I'm so excited. I'll watch it at least <laughs> once. <laughs> And then all the people who are like, this looks stupid. I ain't going to watch this. Keep on scrolling. This obviously isn't for you. Ooh, talk to him. I'll watch because I like Chloe Bennett. That's true. So I'll join it. Uh, All right, let's uh, let's raise a glass. We've got to raise a glass to two. Two that I know of. Prince Philip? And if there's... No, fuck him. No, that was last (laughs) (laughs) They buried that son of a bitch today. He's he's in the ground. Good riddance. Um, First of all, we'll start with... uh, Let's see, Helen McCrory. Oh yeah, that oh, one's yeah. a bummer. That's that, that one is a bummer. Uh, she was in uh, Harry Potter, uh, His Dark Materials. Oh, yeah. She was uh, only fifty-one. Yeah, fifty-two. It says here she uh, long battle of cancer. Her husband Damian Lewis announced it. Oh, uh, yeah, Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. She played Narcissa, mother of Draco Malfoy and wife to Lucius Malfoy. One of the last remaining mothers who actually tried defending Harry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry, she was my also millennial came out. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> uh, she was also a vampire on Doctor Who season five, uh, Rosanna Calvary and the Vampires of Venice. And she was oh on God, uh, his Dark Materials. So there's that. But the big loss, oh. or should I say, the little big loss, tragedy. What? No. I'm sorry, Shannon. Felix my buddy. Silla, your buddy Felix Silla, who signed my no. t- my Tweaky, as you can oh. see here. He signed it back in uh 07. Uh, back when this back when Geek Show was just occasionally on the radio. It wasn't a oh, podcast. He, he was such a nice dude when we met him. He was a terrific dude. And yeah. listen, listen to Felix Silla's this is this is kind of his obituary. It was in the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, he worked inside the body-length hairpiece behind a pair of sunglasses and underneath a bowler hat in his guise as Cousin It on The Adams Family in the 60s. He was 84 years old. A uh, longtime Vegas resident, died Friday, pancreatic cancer. Gil Gerard announced it on his social media. Uh, he, was on, he went unseen in The Adams Family. He was Tweaky and Buck Rogers. He was the hang gliding Ewok in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yup, yup. Yeah. He, he, he played a villain. This already. He played a villain in the sequel to the Maltese Falcon called The Black Bird, which starred George Siegel, who we lost two weeks ago. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he was, un, uh, it says, a hair under four feet tall and weighing 70 pounds. Uh, he first did the character of Cousin It in 1965. Uh, the character was the idea of the producer and not a Charles Adams uh, cartoon character uh, based. Um, he says he said in an interview that his costume was originally made with human hair, oh, which made it wow. not only not only heavy but combustible. He Ooh. said the guys on the set smoked; they would just drop their butts and step on them. The producer's worried that it might step on a smoldering cigarette and go up in flames, so then they 
switched it to a flame retardant uh, hair. He was in the circus originally. He was born in Italy in 1937. He toured for about seven years with the Ringling Brothers Circus. He was a trapeze artist and tumbler and could ride bareback. And then he got a job as a stuntman in 1962 in Hollywood. Um, he was in A Ticklish Affair with Shirley Jones. He was in... You ready? Ticklish Affair? Know, he was in a he was in a bonanza <laughs> episode called Hoss and the Leprechauns. <laughs> he Wasn't was, he Howard Duck? Howard the Duck? He might have been. It does not say here. Oh yes, he was. He was. He was. He was the duck in Howard the Duck. He wore the yeah. costume. Uh, he was in the cage in Star Trek for the first pilot. Uh, he was uh, also in uh, Planet of the Apes. He was a, he he was a stand-in double, or he played youngsters in Planet of the Apes in '68, Demon Seed. He was in Temple of Doom, so he was one of the kids that got whipped. I think uh, he was in Towering Inferno, The Hindenburg, E.T. He wore the costume in E.T. Poltergeist, Golden Child, Howard the Duck, Batman Returns. Damn. Uh, he was in Point Blank, Kentucky Fried Movie, The Brood, Spaceballs. Uh, he was also a regular performer on H.R. Puffin Stuff and Lidsville. <laughs> now, I... you did mention his best performance. <laughs> Which was? Uh, he played a, a little tiny alien on, a, on an episode of the Dukes of Hazard. Was was he in that one? I was <laughs> yeah, going to ask they, you about that. No, because no, I talked to him about it. I, I was like... You're in my favorite episode of the Dukes of Hazard, and he goes, "Really? You know, <laughs> it's such a stupid so. episode. It's such a stupid it's episode. Nice. So it's an alien, right? Uh -huh. The Duke boys find him. They don't give a fuck. No. You know, they're just like, "Hey, no. alien, want to come back and uh, meet, uh, you know, Daisy? Daisy? And uh, and they walk up with this alien. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody and, uh, flinches. They, yeah. No, and uh, Daisy's like, "Hi, can, would you like a piece of pie?" <laughs> and then um. And then the the alien steals Roscoe's uh, squad car. Of course. And it's like driving it with his yeah, feet. Of course. He's driving it with his feet. <laughs> well, there has yeah. to be a car chase. Yeah. It's the Dukes of Hazard. I remember I I, had, I watched a rerun of it uh, when I was uh, and I was super stoned and I was like, <laughs> I can't believe this is real, dude. All right, so. I dropped a, a picture of him in our uh, Facebook chat as uh -huh. he got older. He could have played Yoda with some oh, yeah. green makeup. He Easily. looks like cr a lot like the Yoda puppet. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, he was, he, and he was. A, Is that a was... compliment? Uh, <laughs> it's just, a, it's just a thing. It's not a compliment okay. or a, or an insult. It's just. I, okay, no, just fair, but fair know? question. Like, yeah, I just yeah, was yeah, like, sure. where I come from, that I don't know if someone told me like, "Yo, you look like the Yoda puppet," <laughs> I would feel because <laughs> <laughs> Different cultures. Yeah, yeah, if I had an agent, if I had an agent <laughs> that told me that, I would fire that agent. Uh, I'd be like, nah. Anyway, so nah. Las Las Vegas is on Felix Silla, dead tragedy. Um, speaking of Las Vegas, did anyone see the uh, Army of the Dead trailer? I did. I did. It looks Tig. Tig. I think it Tig. looks cool. So, I think it does. Now, I think it does too. Now I heard a rumor that they digitally swapped Tig Nataro yes. over. That's some not asshole. a rumor. That's a fact. No, that, they they reshot. Uh, I don't know if about digital placing, but they did reshoot the part with yeah. her in yeah, it. Yeah, and, and they used like green screens and stuff. I read about. Yeah, it. that's yeah. awesome. I hope. Yeah, they uh, took Chris D'Elia out, and because um, yeah. uh, Chris is uh, going through some things right now. 
yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so this, uh, but it looks great because, uh, you know, Zack Snyder, this is where we first met him was zombies, you know? Right. So uh, I'll, I'll give it a chance. And Dave Bautista, you know. The, yeah. yeah, the cast looks really cool, I think. You yeah, got, uh, the cast looks strong. I'm with you it. You got Let's Bautista, go. you got, uh, I can never remember his name, even though he's one of my favorite actors. He played the dad in Raising Hope. Um, oh, that guy. That, and he was the term the Terminator in Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles oh, uh, Garrett, TV show. Garrett Dillahunt. Garrett Dillahunt. Yeah, I think Garrett he's uh, awesome. he's on uh, Fear the Walking Dead and quite good in that role. Actually. Oh well, I guess I gotta start watching that. He, now. He's good in everything. Remember, he was yeah. on, he played two different people on Deadwood. That's right. That's right. He did. <laughs> but he was so like I was so amazed at how funny he was on Raising Hope. Hilarious. Yeah. Very funny. Okay, um, I stand corrected. He really does look like the Yoda. I, I told you. you. You Google yeah, images. Okay. Oh my. Oh. Like a All lot. Right, so. I remember was reading the obit, not the obituary, but the article about it yesterday. I was like, this guy's Yoda. Rest <laughs> in peace, Army of the Dead. Uh, yeah. Okay. My bad. I wouldn't be surprised if he wore because there was one shot in The Empire Strikes Back where Yoda was walking away that was not a puppet. That was somebody in a suit. And I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't Felix Silla. I mean. He was he was all over the place, you know. He he That's did good, everything. Though. Anyway, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, I don't know who. Uh, maybe Lee might be excited about this. I don't know. This uh, excitedly. This Gundam movie that's been kicking around. That's just li- live action. Look at that face. He's excited. Is oh, he? Hold on. I can't tell. Uh, <laughs> let me let me call let me call let me call Egg Fu on the phone. Yeah, hey, get Fu. Get Fu There's on a the Gundam phone. movie. Oh, oh my God, he's so I, excited. I could just go get him. His his nipples <laughs> his his nipples just exploded. Oh oh God oh God. This there's nipple show. there's well, nipple everywhere. We uh we told Lee, you stop so. cultivating apathy for just a second and listen to That's this true. Gundam story. We just uh we were told some time ago that uh, Brian K. Vaughn was gonna write the, the script for it, and so oh, we went, he's Oh, he's good, he's good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh it has now found a home. It will it what's that? Whoa, whoa. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, Somebody's turning had to had to mute Rebecca. She's her having microphone issues. She's, Got some problems there. Super, super um, hot right now. Well, we're going to break here in a moment, so we'll get it fixed. But uh, live-action Gundam movie, Skull Con- uh, uh, Kong Skull Island director Jordan Vaught-Roberts is directing. And Brian K. Vaughn attached uh, the script by Vaughn, and it will be on Netflix, I think. Yes. Oh, so I don't have to go anywhere to watch it? I'll watch it. Yeah. You, you can watch it at home. So if I it's like got it. Brian K. Vaughn and I don't have to do anything to watch it, I'll watch it. Gundam's Talk to like him. Let's go. Sign me up. I'm with it. Gundam is seriously one of the oldest continuously <laughs> it is. running sci-fi properties. It's been going since the mid-70s. It yeah. says 79 is what it says here. Yeah. Um, where's a, Gundam, all right, so where's a good place to start? If Ooh. if you never like rock, I would I would seriously talk to Egg Fu because it's he knows he knows the yeah. timeline better than I do. Okay, fair fair um, question. Uh, let's I, see. Okay, uh, here we go. Gundam series seventy nine, set in the Universal Century, an era in which people have emigrated to space colonies because of the growing population of Earth. Eventually, the people living in the colonies seek their autonomy and launch a war of independence against the people on Earth. And battles are fought by giant robots. Uh, the Gundam suits. Uh, let's do. see. Multi billion dollar sales franchise, merchandise, licensing, animated films, video games, models, toys, books. Uh, it was a cameo in Red- Ready Player One. Um, 
Yeah, so, yeah, I would talk to Eggfu, but I would just think start with the Gundam series, I would think. Well, I'm, I'm, excited, to, like, I'm excited to watch this because real shit, my parents wouldn't let me get into this because they, really? <laughs> they thought it had... Because it had a swear in it, and like, because they, really? they didn't know what gun, they just thought it was some Japanese stuff with, that had the word damn in it, and they didn't want me to watch oh. it. Gun damn, I see. Gun damn. I don't want to watch no gun damn. That's how my parents were with The Simpsons. They're yeah. just disrespectful to their parents. It's just going to teach you to be a bad kid. You know, it's going to teach you to build robots and shit. Yeah. I could have went to MIT. <laughs> Thanks, exactly. Mom and Dad. Could have been. Yeah. After these, these messages, messages, we'll be right, right back. back. Well, let's see what's happening at uh, Dr. Volt's and the Nerd Store. In mainstream comics, Marvel is getting ready for Heroes Reborn, and DC now has two Batmen. In indie comics news, the chaotic gang at Bad Idea have released ENIAC number two and a new title, Tankers Number One. Here's the plot. The CEO of global energy conglomerate Greenleaf Oil has just discovered that the planet only has a decade or less of petroleum left before it's gone forever. Greenleaf, like you do, develops time travel to change the course of the asteroid that wiped out the dinosaurs, hoping to ensure that more fossil fuels are available upon their return. When they get back, nope. Dinosaurs. Evolved, angry dinosaurs. Like it, like happens. Also, Keanu Reeves and Matt Kent's Berserker drops issue number two this month, and the Nerd Store and Dr. Volt's team have an astounding contest. For every issue of Berserker you buy, you get an entry into a drawing to win a 1 in 1,000 ratio variant of issue number one signed by Keanu Reeves. It's that easy. All these exciting titles are available at Dr. Volt's and the Nerd Store right now. Get yours before they're sold out. The Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. And we're back. Okay. Um, <laughs> for, for, for all of uh, Lee's talk about the importance of uh, a budget on a TV series. Oh, I know where this is going. Um, this should make Lee happy. This this is like the the opposite problem oh, wow it's like you know because bezos has all the fucking money in the world right and amazon studios they're producing the lord of the rings tv series it is going to be the most expensive show on television well if you can say maybe on television not yet. ever it may be ever yes uh hollywood reporter confirmed amazon is going to spend roughly Six hundred and fifty million to four hundred and sixty-five million in U.S. dollars just for the first season. Wow! Can you believe that of the show? That's a bit much. That's crazy. Like, what are they I doing? Mean, are they going to Middle Earth to film this? I mean, that's what I'm wondering. I, you know, that is far above previous reported estimates that pegged it at costing already five hundred million for multiple seasons. Uh, this is the uh, New Zealand Minister for Economic Development and Tourism, Stuart, Stuart Nash. I can tell you, my name is on. It's <laughs> going to spend about $650 million in this season alone. It's fantastic. It really is. It I think that's... Is, is that New Zealand money? $650 million, yeah. And then no, US, U.S. dollars would be the four it's a, it's It says, uh, yeah, $465 million U.S. Wow. But uh, still, that's just uh, uh, the figures. Absurd amount of money. The figures were released as part of a New Zealand government's official information act. Uh, By comparison, Game of Thrones cost roughly 100 mil to produce per season. 
with its per episode cost starting at around six million for season one and eventually rising to 15 mil per episode in season eight. But will wow. the story be good? I do uh, not know. I'll tell you, they, they have me on the first season just because I'm curious to see what they did with all that money. But yes. if, if the story is not good after the first season, then, you know, I'm out. Obviously, well, it's, but. It's, it's the rise of Melkor during the Silmarillion. It's it's a compelling story. The problem is it's it's real inside baseball. I mean, it's like see you and gotta... that and that that kind of concerns me, especially with a product with a property like Lord of the Rings. Is you can do that and lose people. It's like mm, it, yeah. it's the fear I have that Invincible is doing right now is that it's losing people. But and Invincible's me. not me. Probably Invincible's probably your best example. Like if you are a Lord of the Rings super fan. Like, I'm going to tune in and watch it, but I read The Silmarillion, and I loved The Silmarillion, and I know the stories. But if you're looking for Lord of the Rings, you're not going to see any of your favorite characters. You're going to see Aragorn's great, great, great grandpa, and you might see what Gandalf looked like. You might see what Gandalf looked like before he got old. Right. Oh, cool. So, like Star okay. Wars. So we need young, hot Gandalf, is what we. Yeah. Need. Okay, hold on. I <laughs> will get more on like Gandalf. God damn. Gandalf hey. Gandalf. We don't. My, we don't, we don't fiance, know what. We don't my know what. Recently, was like, let's rewatch all the movies, and I'm like, I would rather die because the last time I saw those was in the theater when they first came out, and then I vowed never, ever, ever again. <laughs> They have to be even. Even each movie has to be broken up into watch sessions. If you ask me, oh, especially hell if yeah. you're going to watch the extended editions, it's like we'll watch half of the first one uh, tonight and tomorrow. You know. Yeah. See, I, I I bought the Blu-rays. You know, when they came out, because I thought, oh, you know, this is something I'll come back to and watch again. I haven't. Not me either. <laughs> oh, I, I watch. I watch them all yearly. Uh. But I read them all yearly too. So well, that's because cool. you're a fan, and that's why yeah, I wanted to get right. I wanted to get your take on this. And so, but uh, you know, Gandalf, Gandalf, and Saruman and Radagast they're they're basically the Anir. They're angels, so they've been around since the beginning of Middle Earth. They were set oh. there to to fix problems. Oh, okay. So, um, speaking of that. Invincible, did you guys uh, watch the newest one? Yes. Oh, I love that show. Yeah, I'm loving uh, it. Did you catch that uh, uh, voice cameo at the start? Oh yeah, Justin Roiland, man. Yeah. Was that who that was? At the, at the start and at the end. Oh, yeah. He okay. was yeah. <laughs> Two different characters. Uh they have, they have the voice cast of that of that series in general is is just huge and awesome. Yeah. And yeah, so last episode mm-hmm. Justin Roiland guessed it as a character at the beginning of the episode and he played a different character with almost the same voice cuz it's yeah. Justin Roiland at the end of the yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounded like a young Rick. Yeah. I yeah. I am and he I am and drinking. I am living proof of your um, invincible query, Carrie. See, I was just wondering because the the people that I have sent to this show who have are not familiar with the comic book, the history of the comic book, they don't care. This is just a show about superheroes I, to them. I I passively and, read half of the series. I enjoyed yeah. it. Okay, I burned out on the series five epi- or four episodes in. I just I'll, yeah. I'll watch it eventually. It's just not on my must watch list. Friend of mine's got a thirteen uh, year old son, and uh, she said, you know, he he loves Umbrella Academy. He loves all these shows. So what's another one? I said, well, here's a superhero show. It's Invincible. He's just not into it. He's just yeah. not into it. Interesting. I will, I will say this. 
I I'm enjoying Invincible, but I love I, I love it honestly. I am. Yeah, I, I mean, wasn't I'm familiar it. with I, I wasn't familiar with the, the I had heard about it and it was like on my to do list. All I knew it was about father and son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I knew. And so here I'm thinking, oh, this will be a great show to watch with my son. Wrong, uh-uh. wrong, uh-uh. wrong. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. M- M- <laughs> so rated M for mature. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and well, uh, and yep. other the, things. <laughs> well, and the thing the thing with Invincible too is in in the comic book as well is it, it's a it's a long game. Uh, Robert Kirkman is going it's playing the long game with that series, and he has a story arc that goes from issue one to issue one hundred and twenty five. All right. And so it can be hard to get people on board when it seems like you have a filler episode. But it's actually setting up for something that's probably going to happen that's really cool in season three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, all right. Casting. Got some casting news for you. Uh, the Shazam sequel is, okay. is well underway. Talk to him. And they have announced the uh, person who will be playing the villainous Calypso, the second daughter of Atlas, in case you're wondering, uh, one of the titans of ancient Greece, and one of the A's in Shazam, just so you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucy Liu. Hell yeah. Nice. yeah. Whom, whom I will follow. I'm, I'll I'm follow her anywhere. You know. Same. Well, you did, and that's part of the problem with 2002. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh oh. It's a rough <laughs> year for Carrie. A lot of restraining orders. <laughs> a lot of legal fees. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Carrie. She but, said uh, she was cool about it, but <laughs> she said, but you know, yeah, you got to be careful. Uh, She's just so awesome. I, I'll, like I said, I, I will uh, watch anything that she's in because she's just so great. I just love that scene in Kill Bill, you know, where she is very nicely talking to people, but then ends the conversation with, I take your fucking head, you know? <laughs> now, now, Bill Murray would not agree with you. Oh, he doesn't like the Lucy Lou? Hates her. They hate each other. Well, Bill Murray's mm-hmm. kind of a dick, so... Uh, he is. No, yeah. I guess on uh, the set of uh, Charlie's Angels, at one point, he stopped mid-scene pointed at uh drew barrymore and goes he goes i know why you're here points at cameron diaz i know why you're here no then points at lucy Liu and goes why are you here you can't fucking act oh Oh, well that's a way to uh ingratiate yourself with your cast members (laughs) and if you noticed he was replaced by bernie mac in this sequel yeah all right Anyway, so God rest his soul, R.P. Bernie Mac, greatest. Yeah, oh, he's funny. Uh, so yeah, go back and watch Kill Bill and watch that scene, especially where she says. Uh, now I want to watch like Charlie's Angels too. <laughs> yeah, now I I'm curious. I watched Charlie's Angels last year when pandemic began. Uh-huh. It's worth a rewatch. I enjoyed okay. it. Yeah, I, enjoyed I liked. It. Uh, it's like it's got to have Tom blood. Green. Well, he yeah, was Barry Barrymore at the time. Oh, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's got Crispin Glover, and it's got, what's his face? Dance Sam Rockwell? Yeah. Yeah. Dancing Shoes. Dancing <laughs> Shoes, Sam no, Rockwell. Dancing Seamus. I like that. Uh, more casting, and you're going to like this one. Um, Indiana Jones 5. Of course, okay. we, t- <laughs> we talked about uh, we talked about we talked about Phoebe Waller Bridge last week. She's joining yeah, the movie, yeah. but now they've cast someone else, and uh, I think you'll be in Mads Mikkelsen. Yes, mm. yeah, okay. and he's not the bad guy. I was going to say, does what, do you, what say. do you think he's playing? He's a Nazi, be. probably. Uh, it probably does not Nazi. say. It does not say. <laughs> if I know my boy Mads. <laughs> oh, is that uh, your boy? My yeah, boy he, Mads. He's, he's a naughty uh, boy. <laughs> 
you know, I mean, he's I, he, good for him, you know, cashing in, you know? <laughs> good for oh, him. Oh, yeah. He's a busy yeah, guy. He could, he's done he, a lot of stuff. Yeah. He could be a Yoda face and, like, you know, he's not. Good for a him. A Yoda face. <laughs> he's, he's real good in uh, Doctor Strange and uh, he's good in Rogue One and, well, I mean, Casino Royale so, is where we all fell in love with him. And, so, yeah. Dr. Jones, let me tell you about this thing we're creating called the Internet. Hannibal? Where everything will be available to everyone. Oh, that, uh, no, no, I'm against oh, it. I'm That's against it. That's a terrible it. idea, Mads. Uh, so, <laughs> <Sure. yes. laughs> he was also playing the long game because come 2020, the Internet ruins the world. Yes. All right. Uh, also Maybe. casting, uh, and this is also good because that uh, The Last of Us on HBO, that uh, series based on the video game, more and more good casts. Uh, of course, you have Pedro Pascal in there, of course. They're adding Gabriel yes. Luna. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Ghost Rider and Terminator yeah. star Gabriel Luna joining The Last of Us as Tommy, Pedro Pascal's younger brother, which means he won't last long. Uh <laughs> A former no, soldier. No. Uh, Tommy, oh, did, to, Tommy goes he, all the way into the second game. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, Tommy sticks around. You just you said okay. you know said the, is the guy's younger brother, and I went okay. He'll he'll be dead soon. But I mean, unless they deviate, <laughs> which they could. But yeah, yeah, in the game, he's he's there for the whole time. All right. And this is also interesting uh, casting because we love Doom Patrol. So mm. I need my yes. I need my I need my DC fans uh, to tell me who are the dead boy detectives. Is this I a thing? I do not know, but I oh. I don't care. That is I mean, yeah, they're same, the same. Name. They're dead boys and they're detectives. They're yeah. Look it up. We've got We've got the casting. <laughs> we've got Sebastian Croft and David Tennant's son Ty will be the dead boy detectives, a pair of teenage ghost detectives mm -hmm. introduced in the pages of Sandman apparently. Uh, and they had their own series at one point, it looks like. Oh, really? Okay. They were in Sandman. I totally don't remember them from Sandman. That's what it says here. Okay. Hmm. Um, okay. Where should okay, we... Okay, so here they are. They're, the characters are ghosts of two dead children, Ooh. Charles Rowland and Edwin Payne, who rather than enter the afterlife, stay on Earth to become detectives investigating crimes involving the supernatural. <laughs> did you ever see that movie familiar. mystery team i did donald I... glover oh yeah yeah like yes yeah i like to pretend it's that but they're <laughs> zombies but they oh okay i like that <laughs> that would be incredible um okay i've got a uh, i don't know whether to label this as a spoiler or not because it's all over the internet and it's true but it will kind of maybe ruin a movie for you. Although I'll bet the trailer, when the trailer comes out for the movie, it'll be in the trailer. Uh, so, the, uh, is this the Alfred Molina story? Yeah. yeah. So oh, I, the, everybody knows. Dude, everybody knows it. it okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, because uh, it really is the the worst kept secret in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, this whole Spider Man No Way Home thing. Uh, Alfred Molina confirmed that he is in fact going to be back as Doctor Octopus. Uh, he said it in Variety. He was uh, he was talking about uh, promising young woman, which is a great movie uh, that he's in. And thank you for uh, suggesting that to me, Carrie. I really. I, you're welcome. I quite enjoyed it. Um, he said to Variety that he will, in fact, reprise the role from 2004 Spider-Man Two. Wow. Back in the uh, before four four times. times, man. That was my best summer ever. <laughs> was it? Uh, that, that's some evanescent shit. The Spider-Man Spider 2 soundtrack, it's incredible. Oh, yeah, it's good. 
Oh, it was the soundtrack to my trip across Sweden. But that's a story for another time. That's a podcast is what that is. (laughs) That's a murder podcast is what that is. Uh All right. Um, But he admitted that uh, while he was first told his involvement was to be kept quiet, he started to see it online, and he just figured it would be okay to talk about it. Eh, whatever. He's got, you know what? He's got to take some of the heat off of poor Tom Holland. Yeah, I think Tom Holland was thrilled to see this story. I, uh, no, I, here's what I bet happened. I bet Tom Holland and Alfred Molina were having a cheeky conversation, <laughs> and Tom Holland was like, I will give you 60 bucks to tweet about. <laughs> 60 bucks? What a 60 bucks. Yeah. Oh, and Alfred Molina, who doesn't have any fucks to give, he's like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, he doesn't care. I could, I could buy a new whip from Indy for that. Um, <laughs> yeah. my, my favorite thing that uh, Alfred Molina has done lately is he's the voice of the Duke in, uh, yeah. in Solar Opposites. Oh, he is? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. The king nice. of the wall. Don't touch my penis. <laughs> Don't touch my penis. Don't touch my penis while I'm asleep. He was he was phenomenal in Frankenstein's Monsters Monsters Frankenstein <laughs> on Netflix, which you should watch. Uh, I says when we were shooting it, we were all under orders to not talk about it because it was supposed to be some great big secret. But you know, it's all over the internet. I actually describe myself as the worst kept secret in Hollywood. Love him. Uh, he added that it was fantastic to go back to the role, but his biggest worry was how much older and maybe heavier. I was going to say, that was about 80 pounds ago for Alfred Molina. He has become, uh, because the story reportedly picks up at the moment where the character drowns. That's the very end of... You know, because you remember he's doing time travel. Yeah, because he's sinking to the bottom of the water there, you remember? And that's where he dies. Hudson, I think. Incredible. Well, maybe he ate something on the way down. Maybe he went had a seafood buffet on the way down. Water float. Maybe he's got water weight. It's water weight. It's just water weight. Yeah. (laughs) It's literal water weight. That's it. Uh, he said, uh, he's, so he, he expressed this to the, uh, to the director, uh, uh, Watts and he, and he says, the director just looked at me and said, did you see what we did to Robert Downey Jr. and Sam Jackson? You know, <laughs> referring to the de-aging and all that. Could you do he, that, but down here? Yeah. <laughs> and he also notes in the story, if you read the whole thing, he says, you know, and Dr. Ox, you know, Doc Ock's fighting style, I don't have to do a goddamn thing. No, I just yeah. stand there and move my body from side to side. And that's all I have. <laughs> Everything else. He got it easy. Yeah. Everything else is, you know, it's all done digitally or with props. So... Now I'm going to go back and watch that Spider-Man movie. I haven't, yeah, that's I such wanna, a good one. It's on. so good. Although take a drink every time Doc Ock says precious tritium. All yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. He had some issues. <laughs> he had, yeah. He was, yeah, there were some concerns there. I could see why. Was he having a stroke? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, actually, um, I just retweeted a video of him. As Doc Ock, Fiddler on the Roofin, as Tevia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then a couple of final things, and then we'll go to break. And uh, uh, I got a, a couple of final stories for you after that. Um, Amazon has uh, closed the deal for the Chris Pratt movie, that's Tomorrow War, I told you about uh, last mm. last time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the director, Chris McKay, director of Tomorrow War, and now that that's done. Uh, he uh, is going to be um, doing uh, Renfield. You know the uh, why does monster. that sound familiar? That's well, Dracula's it's, it's familiar. Dracula's buddy. Mm. Uh, he is in negotiations to direct and produce Renfield, a monster movie focused on Dracula's unhinged acolyte. 
it says here. Um, Robert Kirkman is involved with the script. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, uh, Renfield originated in the novel Dracula, 1897, of course, as a patient in an asylum with an obsession for drinking blood, deluded into thinking he will find immortality. He bows at the feet of the vampire king who feeds him insects and rats and dangles everlasting life in front of him. So he's like the guy in uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, someone saw that and was like, that's a good idea. Who else has one of those? Tom Tom Waits, absolutely. Tom Waits, I was just going to say. the best, yeah. Yeah. He was in uh, the uh, Francis Ford Coppola 1992 Dracula. Dracula, yeah. Oh, pardon? <laughs> Strokers. Bum Strokers. That's just, just sophomoric and don't, uh, funny. I, I love, love it. Don't, don't Google that, kids. Don't, uh, whatever you do. But it's a totally family-friendly movie. <laughs> now, uh, McKay, uh, he's, uh, you may remember, he uh, he directed the Lego Batman movie. So <laughs> Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, makes sense. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm looking forward to see what he does with Renfield. I hope he brings so much, uh, some lighthearted uh, jesting to the... To the role. I, okay. I think there, there's going to be a lot of Dracula turning to one of his other acolytes and just saying, that guy is so weird. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, this, the good news. This is the news that you've been hanging on to because uh, it was last year I told you about uh, all those uh, rare Gokus that were lost at sea. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you find them? We found them. Okay. Oh, uh, they with. Did and they drop into the ocean with Alfred Molina? I know. <laughs> they were on an island with Tom Hanks. They 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 practically, yeah. They they did not go in the water with Alfred Molina, but they, they are dry, they're fine, they found them. <laughs> Just so you know, don't panic if you it's okay. ordered the rare Goku. Uh it was uh, of course uh, last year a storm at sea caused a shipping boat to lose a bunch of its cargo, and they were concerned that the Gokus were in one of the boxes but it is go gone yeah they they are fine all all items were undamaged from the storm while at sea according to uh bondi Uh, our teams are working tirelessly to sort and package and ship them to fulfill the orders yeah i can tell because this happened water no this this happened a year ago it sounds like they they didn't fall off the boat but it took them a year to find them on the boat it was yeah it was sounds like this is embarrassing they were not where i usually put them (laughs) it was it was late november 2020 late november 2020 when the storm caused the cargo ship to roll and lose several containers near hawaii uh the ship was then taken to the port of kobe in japan to assess the damage that's why it's taken so long uh, the Gokus in question were a rare figure. I'm not going to get into the details. I love our priorities. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, BP right oil are. spill. <laughs> fucking lost get, planes at sea. Nope. Uh, Amelia Earhart. Yo, if Amelia Earhart was a Goku, we would have found her ass. We'd have found her. <laughs> if she had any collectible value, Jay, we'd yeah. find her. You know? We would have found <laughs> Instead, her Instead, she'll just be in a museum. That's all. She's not, nah, worth, a go- not worth a good goddamn. You know what I'm nah. saying? Oh All my right. fucking god, we have fucking priorities. Get those Gokus. Get the Gokus. Save the, the Gokus. The people need their Gokus. They're dying out there. Save the Gokus. After these, After these messages, messages, we'll be right, we'll be right back. back. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. 
clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. Do you like video games? Yes. No, dude, I was talking to listeners. Oh, okay, keep going. Do you like tabletop games? Yes. Oh, I give up. If you like video games, tabletop games, and listening to me, Troll JD, check out the 3-Bit Gamer Show wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back. Okay, this is the uh, final portion of the show, and, and this is the portion of the show where I ask you all what you've been watching. Let me lead with a story, though. Oh. And it's about, and it leads to my, as I hinted in our group chat, the quality versus quantity dilemma that I'm having right now. And I'll get to that in a moment. Okay. Uh, But this came up, uh, Ed Brubaker, who's an excellent writer. One of my favorites. He he did what, there was a longstanding rule at Marvel when you're writing at Marvel Comics. And one of the unwritten rules is, Nobody really dies. Nobody stays dead except Bucky. Right. That was a long-standing rule for the <laughs> longest Bucky, time. Bucky and Uncle Ben, right? I think so. Yeah, Bucky and Uncle Ben were the, you, they they stay dead. Those were the rules. Well, he went against that rule and because of that and his writing when he was writing Captain America, we have The Winter Soldier. Uh and you know, we're enjoying the the TV show. Uh, the Winter Soldier and in the movies and all of that. Well, he was uh, he was interviewed recently. It says here, Brubaker, alongside with artist uh, Steve Epting, colorist Frank DeArmita, and letterer Randy Gentile, uh, formed the team behind uh, the Captain America comics run that saw Bucky Barnes return from beyond. Uh, the uh, former Red Room assassin Winter Soldier, 2005 was when Ed was writing Captain America. It was a great run, just a great run. He's He's such a good writer. Um, so it's been a half century since we've had the Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes. Uh, ever since uh, his iteration of Barnes, you know, we've seen him in the movies and all of that. Uh, here's Ed Brubaker recalling seeing Captain America Civil War. He says, I remember sitting there in the third movie. And this is after Winter Soldier. So I remember sitting there in the third movie, just remembering this Jack Kirby ulcer growing in my stomach. Oh, and it was speaking to me, saying, this is what it felt like, kid, except a hundred times worse. So fuck you. <laughs> this is how he talks to himself. <laughs> no, he's just picturing that's how Jack Kirby would talk to him. That's, okay. that's what Jack Kirby would say that, yeah. Uh, Brubaker opened up about his strange relationship with the Winter Soldier, uh, how it would take uh, weeks after uh, the movie. Uh, Comic-Con announcement before Marvel reached out to him about the news. Uh, turning down a check for a thank you credit in Civil War that he described as an insult and how the writer makes more money from his... Apparently, he had a brief cameo in Winter Soldier that was cut. Yeah, oh. I... And, and he says that he gets, he gets more money in residuals from that than he does from creating... The, yeah, the, the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, he says, the years went on, I just started to think, how come we're not getting anything for this? He says, we can, you know, we can get a thanks to or a credit, but these movies are making billions of dollars, and it just feels like we got a bad deal. Uh, he says, it's ridiculous that having been a co-creator of The Winter Soldier, 
it should not have to be, I should not have to be worried about providing for my wife if I die right now. Uh, it started to feel like uh, this kind of hurts a little bit to be overlooked this way. When I see ads for the TV show, it kind of makes me feel sick to my stomach. I think I might be the only person in America who's not excited about this show. Uh, so uh, I just thought it was a very interesting that he's speaking out. I mean, he's, he's not working for Marvel anymore. He does his own thing. Yeah, and but it's... think about how many customers for life he's created. For example, I am one of them. I yeah, started yeah. my comics with uh, the Winter Soldier Brubaker run. Like, and because of it, I'm a Marvel customer for life. Where's yeah. his residuals? Yeah. Well, and, and when yeah. he made the Winter Soldier Captain America for, I think it was four years. Yeah, he had the that black was, pants and shit. Yeah, that was some of the best <laughs> Captain America that I've read, and Steve wasn't even in the book. It was just, yeah. it was all Bucky. And and the, the problem goes so much deeper than that. I mean, there's, when, when the fact that the, and Shannon, you probably know more about this than I do, the fact that they had to show the rough cut of Guardians of the Galaxy to the guy who created Rocket Raccoon while mm. he's in a hospital dying of dementia, uh -huh. and the dude's penniless. Yeah. They, the, he yeah. has no money, his family, because they're all independent contractors. And that's how companies like Marvel, DC, a lot of companies, and that's why a comic book like Invincible and Image Comics in general, Image actually pays their comic book creators and they contract them and they pay them and they allow yeah, them well, to keep their comic books. Well, that's creator a, owned. Yeah. yeah, that's why yeah. Image was created, was because right. these it's guys wanted to great, own. It's such a great model, yeah. Yeah, they wanted to own their characters. That was their big complaint, and it was uh, you know, like Farlin was, and all those guys. That was Bill Mantlo that created Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, Bill Mantlo. Yeah, I mean uh, he was just that guy. He not he created so much shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Died penniless. S so many characters, and yeah. so it you, just you think you think of Bernie Wrightson, the guy who created fucking Swamp Thing, pretty much dying in obscurity. Yeah, and and he inspired Mike Mignola to create Hellboy. And that is a crime. That should have never happened. DC yep. should have never said, you created one of the most seminal creatures in our lexicon. You know, that's why guys like Neil Gaiman are so predatory about their created content. Mm -hmm. That's why yeah. they, they own Sandman. Well, and it just seems to me that they should be able to figure some way to, I mean, even if it's just pennies. Seriously, to, to you know? the amount of money that these properties make. Exactly. And to, to Disney and the amount of money that it would take to show goodwill to these creators is yeah. the, the percentage is just so far different, you know, between the two. They make a billion dollars on a movie. They could kick the guy a couple hundred grand yeah. for licensing the character in that movie yeah. or something, you know. Or just as, long, as a gift even, you know, just yeah. say, thank you. Here's thank a you gift. for your work. Here's a yeah. gift. How, how long did it take Warners to give Bill Finger's estate credit for co-creating Batman? Yeah. And how many lawsuits had to happen before it did? Yeah. Boy, I uh, mean, okay, but uh, fuck it, we'll 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 flip it over no. to, to the music industry. Like, go ahead. I mean, anytime, anytime in hip hop, when they sample a record, they gotta oh, pay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just yeah. like, oh yeah, it to me, it's just like. I mean, James Brown, one of the most sampled uh, yes. artists of all time. His, drum, and, and his drummer, I forget, his, I forget the name of his yeah. drummer, but his drummer's been sampled more than anybody. And and yeah. he got a little he got a little taste you Good know taste yeah. yeah and that's the way it should be I think uh, um, Bill Mantlo is still alive is he but he is he's in bad shape and you can donate yes uh, like just just Google Bill Mantlo and there's a 
site where you can donate if you yes. care to. Uh, but now this leads me, speaking of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, this leads me to my dilemma that I experienced this week. Um, me too. So I was watching, you know, I mean, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and these Marvel shows, they're so fucking good, you know? They're just so goddamn good. I can't wait for Loki. And then I sat down and I watched The Flash this week. And I said to myself, this is not the quality that I'm enjoying. Uh, Well, this is is the same, same thing Shannon and I talked about. Yeah. You know, it's I, I can't. It, we the flash the flash peaked in its second season, mm-hmm. and then we've had so much stuff come after that that's comic book related that is just so much better. It's I not mean, that the flash's quality has gone down; it's that a lot of other properties' quality have gone. Right. Well, I was going to say the the flash has been consistent as far as what yeah. it quality was. Yeah, uh, but there's yeah. even better stuff on the CW now. Yeah, you know, um, like Black true. Lightning. Uh, so, but okay, Star so this is Superman and Lois. So this, so this leads to to my dilemma in that I want to support these shows because then we get more, you know, crossovers and superhero mm-hmm. stuff and all of that great comic book stuff. And I will continue to watch Batwoman because I want to support that project. Uh, it's it's okay. It's better than the it's, Flash. Isn't it getting canceled? I, I think it's season? done after this season, isn't it? I yeah, haven't read done. that. No, it, is I it already? I'm pretty that sure woman I'll, already. I'll look it up. I'll look, look it up. up. Make sure. I haven't seen that news. So, uh, but anyway, so I'm supporting Batwoman. I I was watching the Flash because it has not been canceled yet. Uh, I so I'm oh, wondering. So Batwoman is canceled after season three. After oh, okay. season three, so we're in season yeah. two. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. All right. Ah, uh, but since it's being canceled now, I, the fate's already decided. I I don't need to support. You are it, free, so. Carrie. You are free. So yeah, that's what I'm. I'm now doing. I I've, I've been watching these CW shows, and it and it's starting to feel like homework to me. Oh, oh so, rumors. These are rumors. Exactly. Sorry. See, it's I knew not, it. It's not canceled for sure. See, I knew it. I knew that it wasn't canceled. All okay. right. My bad. Uh, My bad. You're so not can- free. I'm not free for Batwoman. I will. I will support Batwoman. I've been enjoying that one. There's some good performances on there, and uh, it's it's been interesting. Um, but I I think I'm gonna let the Flash go. I think I'm gonna let all of them go except for I'll start watching Supergirl when it comes back because that was pretty good. But it's it, back. The quality. It's, it's back. <laughs> the quality versus quantity thing. Yeah. Really hit me this week mm-hmm. and and it just i felt like i was going through homework anybody anybody i agree no. the the hard part is that we want to support this yeah. stuff but by supporting it we're also telling the people that make the stuff that we don't care about that much but we still want to support that it's okay to put out this level of quality yeah you know what i mean mm. and so if we only support the really good stuff it might mean that some fringe things that we like might not get picked up because they're afraid yeah. that it will not make it like their other fringe stuff did. It's it's a conundrum, you know. Yeah, I um, just I think I'm at that point with Flash where I'm going to let it go. Uh, I don't watch the Flash or Supergirl anymore. Yeah, Supergirl's been interesting. Watching. This is the last season for Supergirl, yeah. so I'm gonna yeah. I'll continue it. But uh, I I just I watched the first episode and like the makeup on Brainiac. I'm just like, no. Oh no! This is <laughs> anyway. budget needs a budget. 
Uh, well, then let's get to uh, what you guys have been uh, consuming this week. Uh, what uh, what have you been watching? Who wants to go first? I'm quick. I'll go Tony. first. All right. Um, we started watching, even though it got canceled as well, uh, American Gods again. Oh. And we we started over at the beginning. The first season of that show is so good. Oh, it's oh, terrific. Wow. So good. And so then dang you, good. And then you get rid of all the people who made the show good, and here you are in the second yeah. season. And we're yeah. about to start the second season, so uh, is, we'll see how crappy? that goes. I I I got. I, I only watched to the first season the last time too, yeah. so I, I don't yeah. know how the rest of it is. Second season, I started. I got about two episodes in, and I stopped. Yeah. Hmm. Oh bummer! Because I did like the first season, and I don't like Neil Gaiman. First season is so good. I'm gonna oh. we're, we'll keep going. I'll let you guys know what I think as 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 All we right. go on. Uh, and like then that. uh, that's kind of the only thing I I watched that's kind of new from what we've already talked about. But also, I started playing an older video game that uh, caught my attention because Microsoft purchased Zenimax, which is the parent company of Bethesda, a couple mm-hmm. months ago. We talked about that, and one of the properties they got in that is is a game called The Evil Within. And that's a pretty dang cool game. It came out in like 2014 or 2015, and it was made by the uh, the same guy that headed headed that project up as the guy that created the Resident Evil games. Hmm. And uh, it's actually a lot better than I thought it'd be. The first part's kind of meh, but then you get into the second chapter, and all of a sudden it picks up. And I recommend it if you got Game Pass on Xbox. Uh, it's free to okay. play. Give mm-hmm. it a shot. Okay. It's it's pretty fun. Kind of really. Pretty gross and scary in a good way, and it's it's fun. All right. Who's next? Uh, Lee, hi. Hi. I, I have two conundrums, and it's it's hard because okay. it's really hard. I'll, I'll, the first one's quick. Um, this new game, Cursed City from Games Workshop, it's kind of a... You can play on your own, or you can play with a group of friends. It's a dungeon crawler. It's kind of like uh, Gloomhaven, Rebecca. You can... You, you know, the game will... The game will play against you, which is nice. Oh. Uh, so a table t- tabletop game? Tabletop miniature game. The miniatures are beautiful. Okay. Um, but something happened in the game was in development before Brexit. And so Games Workshop oh, no. may have actually sabotaged the game on release. Like it, they released the uh, amount that they had committed to. And they may not ever release any follow-up support because of... Oh. It may cost too much to produce post Brexit, so the game may be dead on arrival. So I'm Ooh. I'm kind of like I got my copy, and the other people that are like, oh, I'll get the second wave, the reprints, and Games Maybe Workshop. <laughs> Games Workshop has literally pulled any mention of the game from its website, like it doesn't oh, exist. Wow. Suddenly, wow. bummer. So we're like, oh wow, well cool. I played it last night, like I was really excited. All of the immunized Shiv Games folks got together at Shiv, and we got to play games, and it was really cool. And we're all playing Curse City, going, wow, this game is awesome. Too bad it may not exist. Oh, yeah, man. that's too bad when that shit happens. Yeah, and then the actual conundrum of conundrums happened um, the other night. My wife and I sat down to watch a new show that I saw a trailer for, and I said, "Wow, this this show looks cool. It's like Victorian X Men with a really strong, compelling female cast. It's called The Nevers on HBO." And I was like, "This this show is cool," and we're watching it, and it's like, "Okay, the strong cast and the really snappy dialogue," and it's like, "Wow, this show is really refreshing." And I get to the end of it, and I'm like, this show is really awesome. And I actually, halfway through, tweeted to Rebecca, you need to watch this show. And I get to the end, and it says, written, directed, and created by Joss Whedon. 
and it was like a punch in the fucking face because it literally was one of the best new shows I've watched in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about that show is it was announced right before everything was like really starting to come out about him. Like maybe a month at the most. Yeah, I remember I us talking about it. Yeah, literally found myself combing through every article about Joss Whedon, looking for: is he an asshole? Is he a predator? Is he like? Yes. Is he a serial rapist? Is he what is he? Well, what he's he is an is an asshole. He's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, and and then I started going through like my list of every boss I've ever worked for. I've worked for a lot of <laughs> I've worked for a lot of assholes, right? So and I'm like, okay, so really, what does it come down to? Like, I can think of I can think of some really creative assholes I've worked for. I can also think of a lot of people that I've been an asshole to. So now I'm at this point where I'm like, okay, I can't like Roman Polanski because he raped a 13 year old, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. He's a yeah, really no. gifted director. Yeah. And I like Joss Whedon movies. Like, I really like Firefly still. It's a good show. Yeah. Now, The Nevers is employing a lot of really gifted people. Like, the cast is really good. The story <laughs> is really good. Shannon, you watched it? It's. I watched, I watched half of it because I wanted to watch it. I need it to check this out. Yeah, uh, Rebecca, it's just, it's, Rebecca it's, you it's... dug it. Yeah, I dug it. I intentionally didn't really have plans to watch it just because I knew it was a Joss Whedon. But I'm really sensitive to Joss Whedon content in general. Like, I can just tell his style through mm. everything that he does. And this one, it, it is very Whedon-y. Like, if you know what you're looking for, it's supremely Whedon-y. There's a monologue at the end by the villain that is... <laughs> very Whedon-y and mm-hmm. but it but the problem is is it's really good like it's really good it's See, like, I, don't, I don't I don't it, care I'm gonna watch it yeah no it, I'm, I'm it, I, I I hook line and sinker sucked into it and I was like oh holy no, shit because I was is, watching this I'm this like is, this is Lee this is Whedon with a budget this is Whedon with mm. a network that doesn't care they're not canceling it they're committed and but it's also it's also well, I feel like and I'm I swear to God, I'm not going to bat for Whedon here, but it no. does reflect a little bit more self-awareness. Yes. Okay. Um, and that it's really nice well, to see a more modern Whedon that's not Buffy and Dollhouse, I, you know? I, I don't know if it helps, but he left He left yeah. the show. After yeah. the first season, yeah. he's not involved anymore. Yeah, he's so. I mean, show. Yeah. And that shows maybe some maturity on his side. But I was watching the show, and it's like the, the two main characters. I love the one character she walks in. I can't remember the character's name, but she, she walks up to the main character, and she's like, you look very fine today, Mrs. True. And Mrs. True's like, I do. I and I, do. I just I, I love that. I just love the, I love the characters and the villains. There was no scenery chewing. They're just good, and it's okay. Fun and it's nice. I'm sold. Uh, I will watch it. I, I was and I was like none, not about to. The I'll hook. Try. The hook. Only women and some people of color got superpowers. Well, oh. no, some some <laughs> men. Well, so here's the thing though: is some men too. And that's why I said some people of color. No, we don't. We didn't see any white dudes with powers. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, we did. did. The um okay, the well, guy you, who was uh, super uh, sorry the, what there is a what, there's a couple white guys I'm out now I'm out I'm, I'm sorry. out I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> but it's not that many and it, but it makes me think it makes me wonder say. is he trying to is he are they trying to create a storyline that uh, is really pro trans right like are these people because it is you know 1899 yeah I'm back in so, I don't know 
We'll see. That's a thought that I anyway, had. But you guys, very, you guys keep watching it, and we'll we'll catch up. Yeah, with you. we'll we'll come back to All it. Right. It All could right, be uh, fun to do like a deep dive on it, like Joe. once God, it's I'm done out. or something. Now so. he's out. All right, <laughs> Rebecca, go ahead. That's all I had was the Nevers. The Nevers. I didn't really watch anything else this okay. week. Okay. Uh, Shannon, I know you watched uh, Nobody, which I'm going to watch tonight. God oh, damn. I want to watch that. Mm-hmm. God damn. Bob, is that, is that available Bob, to uh, video yeah, on demand? It, VOD, uh-huh. yeah. It costs nice. 20 bucks. Worth it. Nice. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, Bob Odenkirk just kicking ass and, you know, oh, God, it's really, really good. I, I was really... Like Carrie, you remember where we know him from? You know, well, I mean, like geez, Ben Stiller we, show. Originally. I was going to say, where, where do we start with Ben yeah, Stiller Mr. show? He he Mr. wrote on show. he wrote Mr. on Saturday show. Night Live. He was yeah. on Mr. Show. He's and, he's he's one of those you know writing and acting heroes of mine. He, right. He, he just and he, he can Carrie, do it all. It's gonna it's gonna blow your fucking mind. Good. I'm looking it's forward to blow it. Your, it's like so John Wicky, and you're like, that's fucking, you know. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. A space racist. Um, <laughs> and uh, let's see. Uh, oh, my God. Great episode of Mass Singer this week. Um, uh, no. <laughs> God, I fucking uh, no, that, so, that sentence does not. No, yeah, no. It's fantastic. So the orca. No, I. He, he does a great performance. Don't care. Uh, cries <sighs> on stage. Who was it? Immediately Who was gets. It was, dog the, it was Dog the Bounty Hunter, wasn't no. it? No. He pulls off his head. <laughs> he pulls off Sorry. his head, and it's Mark McGrath. It's Sugar oh. Ray. All right. Oh my God! And incredible. It, and, it, and it looks like his head. His head looks like it's made out of plastic now. Yeah. Well, you know, he's he's been he's been living in a storage shed uh, in, yeah. for quite and some then, time. Uh, and then the other, uh, I uh, went to the comic book store for the first time in forever. Oh, what'd you get? Hey, uh, I, I was going there because I thought um, the United States of Captain America was out, but it's not. No, not yet. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, well, I'll just get something else. And then I walked by and I looked and like, there's a new uh, comic written by Peter David. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, and it's the maestro. The oh, I old... had these issues for I heard you. This I was is good. Yeah. Uh, well, I, there's a new series. There's a okay, because because the original story. run I didn't care for. But well, that's I me. you know I love Peter David. Yeah. I love everything he ever did with the Hulk. I love the Maestro, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it, I like it. It's you know it's Peter David. All so. right. Uh, uh, Jay. I, oh. Oh, can oh. I, I just real quick. I just really quick forgot. I did get that mother box. The like. Food oh yeah. Box, the mother Yo, box. Yo, I watched food that. Box. Do you want to? Do you want to make a video of that for uh, for Patreon? Yeah. So I share. So I made. I filmed a quick unboxing video. I yep. did post it on oh, okay. the Geek Show Gang Facebook group. But I'm oh, gonna do okay. a whole big ass post about everything that's okay. in it because it's buck wild. There's like a whole AR experience you gotta like it's oh, i love riddles you guys and i got like, reality carrie yeah <laughs> i know yeah okay <laughs> but like i love Your riddles said you did, and you gotta no, crack was, riddles and codes and i, I was uh, i was surprised that cool. they they had this much in a swag box usually a swag box yeah. is not this involved it, and yeah, it, was, it, was, it was refrigerated only, yeah. Yeah, it was only I don't remember how much it actually was, but I think it was only like $150 or some shit like that. I should I should have ordered that. Yeah. Ah. It right. was cool. Anyway, sorry, that's all. Uh Jay. 
Um, really, I ain't been. Um, what have I been consuming? Fucking mm-hmm. Zillow. How about that? Uh, Zillow. <laughs> Checking the Zillow yeah. listings. I can, yeah, just <laughs> ooh, right. you know, like that's uh, are you that I- SNL sketch. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. Because yeah, it's porn, keep in mind, yeah. I'm, in, I'm 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 not too far from Cape Cod, so yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's Massachusetts, baby. You know how we fucking get down, and uh, I haven't had time for much in between. So really, it's just Falcon right. Winter Soldier, uh, Snowfall, um, Grand Designs. I've been watching a lot of home shows. I watch. Here's my favorite thing to do: is put in a bid for a house, uh, get denied that house, and then I go watch House Hunters. And I just yell at the fucking TV. Oh, <laughs> like, just you, yell. Do you want some, like, have you watched, um, I don't even know what the fuck it's called. It's like mortgage or marriage or something like that, where these people got to pick between a wedding or a house. I would yell at, oh, me and me and Kat Dick would house. consume this shit and just, right. and just fucking hate it. Yeah. Here's, yeah. here's a little, here's a little something for you, Jay. Here we go. Cause you get right. like these like entry level job having people in Texas and they're like, Joanna, we're looking for a six bedroom house. <laughs> on three acres of land and our budget's $50,000. <laughs> Bitch, I can't even buy a crack house in Compton for 50. <laughs> oh, I, I heard that the other morning. Who was that? It's uh, Jimmy there's Yang. A, there's Yang? a Twitter yeah, Jimmy account. Yang. Oh, Jimmy Yang. There's funny. a Twitter account that that does that. It's just like a it's like a bot and it's like, "Hi, I make sweaters for ferrets and I only eat avocados. We're looking for an eleven million dollar house. <laughs> That's what those shows. Are. Jen loves those shows, and I'm just like, I, I fucking hate all these people. I hate can't them. Watch them. I hate them. I like to it's, have. I'm, I like to not think about real estate when I'm trying to unwind. Exactly. <laughs> Talk to them. Right. This amazing house isn't nice enough. Can I see a different amazing house? Well, then, then let me suggest a uh, a little uh, mindless fun for you. Uh, it's a show called Fast Foodies. Oh, okay. uh, oh, I, oh, yeah, yeah. I like a, fast food. It's a cooking show. Now, what it is is they yes. get these three oh, chefs. You know. They were on uh, Top Chef, these three chefs. <laughs> and the first thing they do is they'll bring in like a comedian or a celebrity and they say, what's your favorite fast food? And yeah. like Ron, Fun- Ron Funches was on recently and he said, yeah. oh, I like that. the spicy chicken sandwich yeah, from Wendy's. <laughs> you know, so, they, so the first challenge is the chefs try to recreate the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. Uh, and unfortunately, most of the time they make it too good, but they try to recreate it. And then the second challenge becomes, I'm going to make a dish that will make you think about the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's, but it's not. We're going to elevate the Wendy's sandwich. So that's that's kind of a nice little brainless thing you can watch. Uh, I also watched uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, finally got around to that, uh, which was uh, quite good, and uh, you get to see... Uh, in his uh, in his Bozeman. last yeah, Chadwick Boseman in his last performance. I think it's his last performance. Yeah, and he's just so fucking good, such a good actor, and it's uh, a very important uh, history lesson for folks about uh, the origin of uh, well, not the origin of the blues, but certainly some of the lesser known people mm-hmm. who helped pioneer the blues. Um, and so I'll watch. It's, it's very interesting. Uh, so watch that. Uh, games before we go, if you would. Yeah, I got those um, right here. <laughs> April 17th is the 19th is the beginning of the week. So this week, uh, this is a really weird one. Uh, MLB The Show, which is a uh, Major League Baseball game. MLB The Show 21. It is 
produced and developed by Sony, and it has, ever since its inception, been a Sony PlayStation exclusive game. Well, starting this year, it's going to be on Xbox now as well. Oh. Still developed and published by Sony, but I guess Xbox backed up a dump truck of money to their front door and said, hey, you want to put it on our system too? Interesting that Microsoft would do that with this game, but not say that Spider-Man game. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know? I agreed. Well, That's the other, to, to, to thicken the plot even further, it's available on Game Pass. So if you have Xbox Game Pass and you're paying for that, you get that game for free oh, okay. automatically, which is just so weird. When you mm. when when you think about it, anyway, uh, we also got Moto GP twenty one. If you like the uh, crotch rocket racings, <laughs> and uh, oh. something called Mask Maker on PSVR and PC VR. Uh, uh, oh, near near replicant comes out this week on the twenty third. That's a uh, sequel, I believe, to Near Automata. If you liked that game. Mm-hmm. Um. When does this week end? 19... Uh, okay, that's the end. That's the end of that week. Everything <laughs> else is for the week after. All right. Uh, Mr. B, if you would, please. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a location on the boat with all the lost ham. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I want my collector's edition ham. <laughs> Goku. 